Starting and growing a business is really hard. That's my experience anyway. Being an entrepreneur takes a lot of resilience, optimism, and determination to overcome some of the biggest challenges, all while keeping a healthy balance in life. This is Pivot and Grit, and I'm your host, Vaughan Broderick. I've learned how to start and grow a successful business, which is known as failing a lot, kickstart new careers, and achieve academically all while in midlife. I'm also a design thinking coach, MBA graduate, entrepreneur, business mentor, speaker, and proud dad of two. And I want to share everything I've learned with you on my podcast. Listen in as I share all the mistakes I've made and what I've learned so that you can get on the right path faster or cut through the noise and get to the point on topics like entrepreneurship, MBA content, design thinking, innovation, strategy, and the all-important mindsets that matter. I want you to walk away with everything you need to be successful. Pivot and Grit is for entrepreneurs, startup owners, busy professionals, and anyone who's trying to up their game. I'll be giving you actionable advice in under 15 minutes once a week. Think of this as your entrepreneurship MBA in your pocket. If you give me your time, I promise I won't take it for granted. And remember, it's never too late to pivot and grit. So let's get to work. Welcome back, everyone. Today, what we're going to be talking about is resourcing your project. Once you've come up with the innovation and you've tested it and you've got enough confidence that it's a great product, what we now need to do is resources and work out how we're going to do that. So the various types of resources that we're going to require, economic capital, so that will be in the form of things like funding, perhaps from savings or income, intellectual prop or other tangible business assets. Could be social capital, such as memberships in societies or other networks and alliances. Perhaps some cultural capital, which is really around your skills and education. And symbolic capital, which awards, diplomas, reputation and prestige. So it's all about how we're going to bring this all together and create some momentum and noise around the uh, opportunity. So as part of this, we also look at, well, who is best placed within the organization to be able to do this? And it might not be within the organization. It could be perhaps in partnerships to create what's called open innovation. So that's really about using the strengths from other organizations to help. Now, specifically regarding funding, there's various ways that funding can be achieved. Could be such things as crowdfunding, like using a Kickstarter promotion. And these types of things, depending on what the innovation is, they could be actually sold and reach a certain amount of funding before we actually even start any manufacturing. Could be equity crowdfunding through uh, Pledge Me. Perhaps innovation challenges. So Lego is famous for this and also Netflix in, in terms of putting out a promotion and putting up some prizes or other ways of rewarding the networking community so that they can put their collaborative ideas all together and come up with an innovation. So they're crowdsourcing the ideas, not just within their company, but outside. We could also use other things such as cloud labor. So that could be something like freelance platforms where you can tap into the various resources that you need just for that particular point in time, such as for 
branding and marketing. One way that I'd recommend that you go about looking at what you need to resource is actually use the pre-mortem canvas. And you can imagine that you're perhaps 12 months into the project and it has completely failed. What are some of the things that could have caused this? Map those out and then work out how you might go about mitigating them. Now, a lot of these will be within what we're talking about in terms of the resourcing, perhaps the funding, but also the other uh, types of capital. But it can also lead into a lot around the implementation, which we'll get to in another episode. Additionally, you want to think about how you're going to get your message across. So when you're trying to tap into all this different forms of capital, how can you communicate in a really compelling way? And one model that I think is really useful is from Chip and Dan Heath. It's called the Success Framework. And that stands for simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, emotional, and stories. So it's really about making sure that you're creating some real impact and that these ideas and the messaging you're trying to get across stick in people's minds. So under simple, it could be that you're using analogies to demonstrate the simplicity, such as your idea is Airbnb for X, something unexpected. So you need to break down their thinking. So what is something surprising that will generate interest? Something concrete. So can they actually see tangibly what you're talking about? So avoid the use of jargon. You could use props and other personas just to make that connection real and bring in some hooks there to be able to connect and make it memorable. Is it credible? Have you built in perhaps some credentials or testimonials so that they can see that, that this idea is actually desirable? Build in some emotional aspect. There's never anything better than that empathy for users or who the end customer is for. And making sure that we're inspiring action through the storytelling. I mentioned before around the project pre-mortem. So just have a search online for that. And effectively it's saying, well, what went wrong? Here were the original goals. Here's the original plan. What actually went wrong and why? And then working out how you might eliminate or mitigate those issues. That's all for this week. If you'd like this episode, please share it with one person that needs to hear the message. Thank you for listening in. Here's to your success.